Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And you guys, we have some of our dear friends back in the studio with us, the Martindales. We're so excited to have them here. And Dave's going to tell you more about them just in case you don't already know. Yes. Scott and Vanessa, quite possibly the world's most interesting couple. Yes. <laughs> Scott worked for years as uh, Vin Diesel's stunt double on the Fast and the Furious movies. He's also been a male underwear model. And... No, <laughs> These aren't actually the things in the printed bio. These are just things that I can picture exactly. in my head. But, well, that sounded wrong, too. We can edit this, I'm right? I'm so sorry, Scott. That's, that's so. They're not going to anyway, invite us to the birthday parties anymore. Scott and Vanessa, we just had a birthday dinner with them last so night. So funny. So we love hanging out with them. And uh, they're dear, dear friends. And we don't just say that like in the podcast interview way. Our dear friends that mm-hmm. we've never met outside of Zoom. Like, these are dear friends. <laughs> We love them. And they, and I'll say this in the interview too, I think that they are the most effective on the planet at communicating as a blended family to blended families. Mm. And their new book, Blended and Redeemed, is powerful. Um, they are amazing folks. They just opened up a brand new counseling center called Seven in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And congratulations on that. And you guys are just changing the world wherever you go. We're honored to call you friends. And we're so excited about your new book. And you would make a great stunt double, for what it's, it's worth. Thing. I'm excited about Vanessa, that. Vanessa, you, you could yeah. too, as well. You know, like uh, maybe like the Black Widow movie franchise stunt double. I can try. You I know? can try. There are, there are a couple of many talents. And I've let this, as I often do, get off the rails. And I apologize. But you know what? I'm not sorry. Because they are so cool. And without further ado, <laughs> let's dive into today's episode. Okay, guys, as you heard in the intro, we have our dear friends, Scott and Vanessa Martindale here, and you guys have heard them before if you've been following the podcast for any length of time, and you probably have heard of Blended Kingdom Families, and if you're not currently uh, listening to their podcast or watching it online, definitely do that. But today, we're actually going to talk about their brand new book that is hot off the presses, Mm. Blended and Redeemed, and you guys, like one of the most beautiful covers It is beautiful. Thank Thank you you so much. She makes it really beautiful. I just kind of complete Both of you are beautiful. No, it's a great picture and I just Thank love you. the title. I want to make sure I get the subtitle right. It's the go-to. So it's Blended and Redeemed, the go-to field guide for the modern step family. Yes. And I love that. And you guys specialize in this. And so we're going to just talk about this. We're mm-hmm. going to talk yeah. about being blended, practically speaking, mm-hmm. all that, you know, all that it mm-hmm. entails, mm-hmm. because we know that there's, there's some 
there, there's more layers to mm-hmm. a blended family yeah. and more things that you kind of have to navigate through. And I love how that's your all's passion and you speak so openly and honestly about it and mm-hmm. practically. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. There's nobody better. Yes. And, and talking, oh, talking to, to bl- half the families in the world are blended mm-hmm. families yes, more or less. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anybody better on earth talking to those folks oh, y'all are from experience y'all are as, very sweet. as Scott and Vanessa. And they're the real deal. And, um, they live out these principles mm. and then the way that you guys so beautifully um, share your experiences, your wisdom and knowledge to encourage other mm. families in that dynamic uh, is is something that's just changing lives and legacies. And this book is is a beautiful part of that. And this book's going to be helping people for years to come. Mm. And so, yeah, it just came out. We're excited about it. Uh, it's it's part of the EXO mm-hmm. publishing family here. And we're yeah. so proud of of this resource. Jimmy Evans wrote the foreword. And and you guys just should be on the cover of even books other people write. You guys right. could be book cover book models. models. I well, think. the story behind this, guys, I I there were two things that I said I would not have on the cover of our book. It was the word guide and our picture. And there and you go. God has a sense of humor <laughs> because that is what happened. Well, so. it, it took it took some it. convincing, but over time it was kind of like chipping away. I was like, you know, yeah. guide. Okay. Guide. I'm yeah. like, I like the word guide. It's a great word. It is and uh, all of a sudden, uh, and, and we're super proud of it and super proud of, you know, and blessed to be part of the EXO family and yeah. just the ama- amazing people. You guys know this, the amazing people behind the oh, scenes yes. That, yes. that really make uh, yeah. these resources come to life. Right. Uh, and that's, I think, as a first-time author, that was the most surprising thing mm-hmm. was just seeing how much work and and how much love goes into producing Absolutely. a resource and just amazed by that. Oh, it, it is so a team much. effort. It's yeah. completely team effort. Yeah. Yeah. But what you guys, your content here is incredible. And like having Thank read you. it, we were honored to endorse it, um, but having read it, even as people who are not in a blended mm-hmm. family dynamic, it had so much in it for us. Like, mm-hmm. I think this really is a book for everyone, even though it's it's very specifically to blended families. I was blessed mm-hmm. by reading it and challenged and encouraged. And so just let's start off, like, talk a little bit about the heart behind it. Like, just yeah. the, mm-hmm. what you hope people take away from it. What first inspired you to write it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what first inspired us to write the book and really just the heart behind the ministry was... Um, when we we went through a really tough season and I reached out to the local church for biblically based at family resources mm-hmm. and there was nothing that we could find. So after we launched the ministry, Scott and I began to pray about what content would look like. And we were like, Lord, what does this look like? Like, what do you want this to be? And we just felt it so deeply within us that, um, that we were supposed to meet with as many blended couples as possible. We did what is called the Blended Kingdom Project, aka the project. And um, we set out to interview 100 couples. We ended up interviewing around 60 from all over the world. So Australia, the UK, Canada, South Africa, all mm-hmm. over the United States. And we actually developed a survey with Likert scale questions, fill in the blank, multiple choice. And then we also did a face-to-face interview with these couples that took about an hour long. And we just, we picked up on the major themes and the things that people were talking about. And so as we began to um, talk about what we wanted to write in the book. We incorporated our story, but also all of these other families. And we talked about what are the things that are most challenging to blended families? Um, what resources they're seeking for not only their marriage, but for their teens and their kids that are going through this as well. Yeah. Uh, the project interviews, you know, when you're doing research for that type of book, and it's 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 a longer process. It feels like a long mm-hmm. process. And, and and the couples that we got to meet, again, from all over the world. So one day we'd be on an interview with a couple in South Africa, the next mm-hmm. day from the UK. And and it was, we heard a lot of commonalities. Mm-hmm. And what we discovered, at least this is the quick takeaway, is 
number one, the book is a lot about blended families, but it's a lot about marriage. Mm -hmm. It's a lot about healing from past trauma. It's mm -hmm. about uh, equipping the next, you know, generation as people read this and, you know, as a ministry, our goal is to, you know, break the cycle of divorce. You know, it's equip blended families. So I love that the book incorporates a lot of different pieces and mm -hmm. the way it flows is just not only from a spiritual perspective, but also from a practical perspective. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think the the takeaway from I hope my hope is that when people read this is that they they find that hope and that it that's Jesus, right. you know, within all of that. And so I think um we talk about legacy at the, mm -hmm. the the last chapter is probably my favorite um, because it talks about legacy and how that change can begin in our marriage and how that can bleed into the generations to come and into our legacies. And so, um, I, I I had somebody read it recently the 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 mm -hmm. arc the digital copy and she said um, after reading the first chapter she said I was filled with so much hope and encouragement yeah. and I was yeah. like that is our hope and yes. that is our prayers yeah. that the Holy Spirit would speak through it to you and minister to you through it. So I love it. And I love the title. Can you guys explain more what that means? Like how would you define blended and redeemed? Yeah. So the title actually came to me in a dream that I had actually had years ago. And I'm, I'm a dreamer. I wrote my dream down mm -hmm. and um, it was actually a book title that the Lord had given me. So I think it was something that he had planned all along, and um, but I had a dream one time, and uh, he showed me what redemption looked like. And our tagline for the ministry is "Blended Families, God's Redemption," because it's I think a beautiful image and mm -hmm. picture of what um, you know our past circumstances made with the enemy meant for evil. God, in His goodness and His um, just sovereignty, says, "You know what? I can take that and I can turn it into something." more amazing and incredible than you could ever possibly imagine. And so that's um, that's the heart behind the name. And the first chapter kind of tells you the story behind it too. I love it. it, it so yeah, good. it's so good. And you guys are, are stepping into a space where there, there's so many people that mm -hmm. need this content, but th there's a huge gap between the need and the resources there to mm -hmm. meet that need. And I think part of it is because churches have just maybe not known mm -hmm. how to address that. Right. And so like, wh what do you feel like churches have... Have have done well or, or done poorly in terms of mm -hmm. communicating specifically to step families, blended families. Um, what's been the message in churches? Mm -hmm. and, and if people are listening right now and maybe they're in a church where they're looking for these resources and it doesn't exist, like how mm -hmm. would you encourage them to maybe help their church step forward in, in getting resources like yours yeah. so that they can meet that need? Well, I, and, and the first thing we would say is we love churches and we love pastors. So a lot of what we do as a as a ministry and definitely as a resource as a book is we highlight the opportunity that exists within yes, the body of Christ yeah. and within the body of Christ to invite more people into the church, which are those blended families that may feel like they don't belong. You know, we live in the Dallas Fort Worth area. We have amazing churches here, uh, and they're and they're plentiful. But we know if you're listening in North Dakota or if you're listening in Odessa, Texas, you may not have those kind of resources, those kind mm -hmm. of church bodies that. Um, look at divorce through the lens of forgiveness and through the lens yes. of wholeness and look at a blended family and say, mm -hmm. you know, we understand that there are things in your past that that could have happened, but as a unit or as a marriage now, we want to equip you. We want to fill you with God's grace. We want to love on you. So we know that there's a gap, but I will tell you in the numerous pastors that we've talked to, uh, all of them have been very encouraging about 
just the eye-opening opportunity it is mm-hmm. to minister to blended families. Because mm-hmm. I, I, and I don't want to mistake this. I know that there are blended families who are listening to this who feel like the church is not possible for them. And we want to, as a ministry, tell them, no, that is absolutely your hospital. That is absolutely where you can go to receive healing and equipping. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whether that is your church doing that for you, or if you're picking up a copy of the book and reading through the study guide that we provide, or grabbing another couple of blended families and going through that study guide. So we know that there is awakening going on Mm -hmm. with this group of individuals, these blended families, these step families, these single parents that are in in that route. Uh, And we uh, we think things are moving in the right direction. Yeah, I would say, um, you know, we recently were on Pastor Ed and Lisa Young's podcast, and they asked us a very similar question. And um, they had asked, what is it that we can do as a church to to better help and support blind families? And, and my comment to them was, as pastors and ministry leaders, I think we have to talk about it. If it's in the Bible, let's talk about it. Let's talk about what the Bible says about about these things. And um, and. And provide a place where people, I think with blended families, they feel so much ambiguity and they don't know where they belong inside of the church. So when we can be the place that says, hey, the church is the place that you can run to and not away from, I think we can start right there. But I think just talking talking about it and um, and just asking them about their situation, their circumstances, and then again, providing an opportunity. Everybody wants to feel like they belong. Everybody wants right. to feel like they have a place. So if you can offer a class or even if it's a life group, a marriage group, a mom's mm-hmm. group, a dad's group, whatever it is, um, and, and do a Bible study together and, um, and just be able to help and support and equip them in that way. I mean, yeah. I think that's an easy first step that you can take. That's yeah. huge. I know you guys have done that. Like you've mm-hmm. done those classes. You've yes. led those classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure you've been part. Have you been part of things like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. and so, and you found them helpful. I think knowing you're not alone and that you're seen mm-hmm. is half the battle. Yes. You know, yeah. I mean, just knowing like, okay, you see me, like mm-hmm. you, you see that, that some of this stuff's really hard, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I, I have, you know, one of the questions we were going to ask, I, I think is just so good. And it talks about this whole phrase, broken home. Mm-hmm. What do y'all think about that? Because <laughs> it's used yeah. a lot with blended families. Well, well, you know, I read something recently and I thought it was very pointed that, that one of the things that we as a blended families, we, we don't we don't need to be in a spirit of comparison. Mm-hmm. So we need yeah, to compare good. ourselves to the, nucle- you know, people talk about the nuclear family and, mm-hmm. you know, we all know that, you know, you see this perfect family, and once you get to know them, you understand that there are problems just yeah, like everybody not else. Yeah. They're not perfect. Yeah. Nobody, no family is perfect. But blended families often, and I don't know if it's as much as the parents, as I think the kids see that a lot too. Mm-hmm. They look at, you know, the nuclear families and they look at maybe what they don't have. Um, but when you're talking about the word broken home, none of us are broken in the wholeness of Jesus. Right. And mm-hmm. And I think a lot of families, as they look at, you know, becoming in a relationship with Jesus and looking at, you know, the fact that he does make us whole, that the fact that, you know, there is no unforgivable sin, you know, these are all things that look at, when you talk about the word broken, um, you know, we're not broken in his eyes. Uh, Now we may be broken in the sense of saying, hey, we need help. Mm -hmm. We need resources. We need Mm to uh, receive weekly equipping. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are things that we seek help from. So, yeah, we talk about it in the book, and um, I kind of I described it as, as like a house, and you know, as long as um, 
Jesus and, you know, that is our firm foundation. The walls can come crumbling down, but we can also build those walls back up, you know, in a, Mm. in a new way, in a stronger way, in a healthier way. And so, um, like Scott said, we are, you know, we're a new creation in Christ. And so, um, I, I actually prefer not to use the term broken. I'm like, because we're all messy people. We're all sin natured. We all have flaws and things that happen. And so, um, so I don't know, we, we talk about it in the book, but I choose to look at it from a different perspective perspective like hey like we can we can start from the ground up and rebuild so I love that I love that yeah that's a great perspective yeah and the Bible that's the message of the Bible yeah. I mean really that's the message of Jesus when I just look at examples from the gospel the, the very first person that Jesus even revealed himself to as the Messiah mm-hmm. uh he he intentionally went and found this one woman and she's she's a woman who been in a blended family situation. Mm-hmm. She'd had she'd had five marriages. We don't know all of her her mm-hmm. backstory, but we know Jesus came to her not in judgment but in love, yeah, mm-hmm. to reveal Himself to her and to mm-hmm. remind her that she could be made whole in Him, mm-hmm. and that even though culture looked at her in a way mm-hmm. that she was damaged goods because of some of that from her past, that mm-hmm. he, that's not who she was in His eyes. And it's yeah. a beautiful reminder of how Jesus sees us. I look at the the lineage, the lineage story of yeah. Jesus, the very mm-hmm. first words of the New Testament, and here the Bible is giving us the very start of the gospel, the start of the good news of Jesus, a picture of the line mm-hmm. that God chose to bring his son through. And that line is a picture of non-nuclear families. You know, sure. there, there are some, but yeah. And, yeah. and how every family along the way was imperfect in their own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of those families, you know, had experienced, um, gosh, just all kinds of different things, you mm-hmm. know, but there were certainly blended families along mm-hmm. that oh, pathway. Mm-hmm. And it was like God right from the beginning saying, look, I, I wove all that together and redeemed, just mm-hmm. like the, the title of your book, every one of those stories yeah. as a picture of me ultimately bringing my Savior into the world through that line. So mm-hmm. all of us, uh, all of us are the result of, of those kinds of stories, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so I think for us to look down on ourselves mm-hmm. as a result of the situation we're in or the situation our parents or grandparents were in is the complete wrong approach. But to say, God, thank you that of this beautiful story you've been mm-hmm. writing for generations that's that's led to us. And um, it's just a great story of, of grace. And yeah. I love yeah. the title. I love the heart behind your book, but it just so points to the heart of Jesus. Yeah. Like yeah. you guys aren't making up any of this. This yeah. is right, the heart right. of the gospel. Yeah. And I think churches, uh, and all of us need to be reminded of that because there has been this unfair stigma in some ways yeah. mm-hmm. uh, placed on, you know, families that, that are, yeah. aren't that, you know, stereotypical nuclear family, mm-hmm. but Every family is sacred in God's eyes when they commit themselves to God, and mm-hmm. the way you guys have done it is is just been beautiful. But, but before we dive in more in the book, I'd love for you to just talk about your own family some. You know, just <laughs> in this season with your kids, you got a beautiful family. You know, tell us about just yeah. this season that you're in right now and what you're learning. What we're learning. So, <laughs> so let, let's start with the marriage. So we're we're nearing the double digit mark, mm-hmm. which I feel like is like a pass, oh, sorry, like a Passover. Like there's going to be some like major revelation at the 10 year one day mark. Yeah. Uh, so we're almost 10 years married. We have four sons, mm-hmm. uh, same as you guys. Sure, we, yeah. we, we have eight yeah. sons together, lions. Uh, and, and it's a very good season. So our sons are five, six, eight, and 16, yes. uh, and which is awesome. And they're so much fun. And we have four golden retrievers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a it's it's a loud busy season, um, but I think you know it's a bit of a, a it's it's a new transitional season because we have you know all of our littles are all at the same school, which yeah. is amazing. 
because phenomenal. Yeah. Life-changing. Yeah. Life-changing. Right. Yeah. So we have three of our kids at one school, but also our uh, oldest is a junior. So we're now interviewing for colleges and starting that mm-hmm. track. And so, you know, knowing that next year he's going to be a senior, and I know you guys have a senior, and then just, so it's kind of like we're in this a little bit of a, a life, you know, transition. Um, and so it's, I think one thing that we talked about recently was just um, just the preciousness and just um, just savoring the sweet time together. Um, imagining, you know, Michael not being under our roof. I'm like, oh, you know, my mama yeah. heart. Yeah, no, we're, we're almost there with, yeah. with Cooper. Yeah. But let me ask you, Vanessa, this is a question I ask Ashley all the time. What's it like being the only woman in a ten-testicle home. We love saying right. ten-testicle. Testicle. We say testosterone home. Yeah, testosterone home. What did you say? What was the word? A ten-testicle home. That is. That's what he said. Four boys and a dad. That's just doing the math. That is so funny. You know, it is so much fun. I oh gosh, I'll have to say it without getting emotional. But growing up, there was just so much like male hurt in our my life, and so being married to Scott, who is just the most incredible father and husband, and just having all of these boys who just love on you, mm-hmm. hey, it's um that is redemption in itself yeah. from just um, you know, yeah. just from what childhood was. And so I love it. I cherish it. Um I find it to be an honor, um, as hard as it is on some days. Um it is uh it's an honor to be yeah. raising um, you know, th- I would say, we always say lions, but lions of these tribes of the future generations and just the importance and the weight of that, of what these young mighty men are going to do one day. So, And I'm doing my best to teach them to close, close, uh, close the cabinets and flush toilets. Just just because there is a, there is a, there is a noble part of this. And I, but the funny part about it is, is her going, Really, I mean, it's, it's, really? It's a daily why, habit. Why did you, why, a daily why did you do habit. that? And Checking like, the toilets. Before people come over to the house, yeah, you have to check you, all the toilets. Listening, you know yes. what we're talking about. It's That's the fun part about it. So. Yeah. And it, it is, I, my, I will never forget, we were having like this big birthday party a couple years ago. And um, my sister-in-law was so sweet. She had, at the time, only had girls. She now has a voice, so yeah. she gets it a little bit more. But she came up to me and was like, just want you to know, something happened upstairs in the toilet. I don't know what it all that is, you know? And so, and I'm like, have all these new people that don't know us. And yeah. I was like, oh Lord. And I went up there and sure enough, I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah that is so who knows, funny. Like, you're like, how, how did this happen? You right. don't want to flush or do anything. Yeah. Don't pick up the toilet paper. You know, yeah. it's just crazy. So I applaud them for effort. I'm like, at least they're trying, you know I mean? Well, they're, and they're, and they're doing like, good. Well, I went to the bathroom. That's, yeah. the, you yeah. know, like when they're real little, it's yeah. just like, just go, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I totally so get funny. that. And the cabinets, mm. I, even our 15 year old the other day, I was like, Connor, do you not see that they're <laughs> wide open? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> you know? It is fun watching it. Yeah. yeah. Like, it is. It's kind of fun. It is. It? It's, yeah. Yeah. I'm even a work in progress. Yes. Sometimes We're like, all, just, we are a work in progress. I, I'm so tempted to just leave a cabinet open. Yeah. Like, it's like, it feels right to leave it open <laughs> or to leave the toilet seat up. I feel victory when I close one. Yeah. Like, I yes. walk by and close one and I'm like, Vanessa, did you see that? Yeah. See, I helped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'll wait. Yeah. I'll wait to close it yeah. until Ashley's in the room. Like, oh, oh, oh I got oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. should close the yeah. <laughs> so funny. Husbands, if you're listening, these are great tips. These they are, are yeah. these are keep yeah. your wife happy tips. It yeah. is. That is so funny. And there are millions more in the book. So <laughs> Lyndon and Redeemed. Yes. You guys want to change your marriage and your family. <laughs> Get that. What are some of the takeaways? When when yes. somebody's finished reading this book, and I know I had great takeaways, um, yeah. but just from your perspective as the mm-hmm. authors, the creators of this great resource, when somebody's finished reading it, mm-hmm. what are some of those those 
nuggets that you hope that they take, whether it's a it's a fact or a tool or just even a, a feeling they're left with that's yeah. going to help them on their journey? I've got mine. I'll let you go first and then I'll go I'll back. let you go first because I'm thinking of mine. <laughs> okay. Um, I think, you know, and, and, and I try to look at this from a huge picture. Vanessa and I talk about our backgrounds collectively together and, and the, 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 the mess that we came from. And, and when I look at the book and I look at the importance of its resource and I think about when I look down a line of legacy and I see people who are a lot of people who the people, the people who are going to buy that book, they're the people who are, they're in a blended family and they're looking for an answer or a reason or just a little bit of help to get them from today to tomorrow but they all have the desire to create legacy. Yeah. They yeah. nobody is in this situation thinking, well, I I'm just I'm just hanging out to get my divorce and then I'm going to go to the next one. Right. No, you're sitting here going, I know what I've been through. This stops with me, mm-hmm. and my kids will experience something different, and their kids beyond them. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves a good legacy story. Yes. We all love the legacy story. And I am just so excited for somebody to grab this or grab any resource, your resource. I mean, Mm -hmm. learn how to do marriage God's way, and you will start to see a legacy built that will be just phenomenally impacted for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And that's what it starts with. It starts with your decision. Your decision to equip yourself whether it be in a blended family or the naked marriage, or if you're listening to this, you're making that decision. Sure. That's yeah. what excites me. That's yeah. so good. Yeah, I would say that um, I think the takeaway or the nugget would be that, and it's it's our favorite verse, and it's Luke 137, and it's nothing is impossible with God. Mm. And I think after hearing the stories of the people that we interviewed and our story, that they can say, you know what? Like, we're not the only ones. And mm-hmm. it is possible. You know, we can thrive in our blended family. We can thrive in our marriage and not merely just try to survive. Right. Um, so I think that would be. That's and a the, good one. I think, and you, you asked earlier, like, what do you hope people get through it? And I was, I was, I've been thinking about that for some reason while we've been interviewing. And I, I just hope people experience who Jesus is through this. I hope that they can experience the heart um, of the Father through that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I think they truly will. You guys yeah. capture that. And your own hearts, your authenticity, mm-hmm. your courage and story and vulnerability in it, paired with such practical mm-hmm. tools mm-hmm. and such such biblical truth. This just like just like your whole ministry is is gonna be um such a such a powerful resource. It will be. And you guys, thank you guys so much for being thank here. Thank you guys. Yeah. We love How y'all. can people get in touch with you? What's the best ways? Yeah. So www.blendingkingdomfamilies.com. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? www. I don't know if you have to say the okay. www anymore. <laughs> but, yeah. um, and you can find everything on there. Links to podcasts. Um, yeah. You can connect with us. Send us an email to our info box. And you can go to blendedandredeemed.com yes. or you can buy it from Amazon. Exo Marriage. Exo Marriage. I think it's it's everywhere. So yes. uh, mm-hmm. you can grab your copy of the book. It is available right now. So Yes. Go grab get it. it. Yes. yes. And I would even say too, you know, get it for yourself, but then get it for a friend. Like, mm. get it for the families in your life that you're like, this would really be a helpful resource to them, and uh, and just pass it around. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it, it's such a helpful resource, and and just like Dave said, you don't even have to be blended to get something out of this. Product. Oh, not like, at all. It, it's it really has something for everyone. So again, thank you guys. Oh, so thank much. you guys. Thank you. Thank you.